I was worried you were going to go for a weird twelve minute Joe. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Weird Think About That, where me and my fellow players are given a subject matter and have to find the weirdest, coolest or funniest story on that subject. Players' stories will be scored by our head judge and the winner will be revealed at the end of the episode. I'm Chris and joining me today, back from scamming old ladies out of all their hard-earned money, Chucky. Yo. And in trouble for diluting his fish fingers with pound coins, Joe. Hello. <laughs> And very special guest judge joining us today, all the way from the Z1 podcast, it's Aaron. Hello, and thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. So Aaron, I'm a big uh, fan of uh, the Z1 podcast, but for those who might not have heard it, uh, can you tell us a bit about what it is and where we can find you? Uh, yeah, sure. It's, a, it's an audio drama, which is a posh way of saying it's a story you listen to. Uh, it's a rom zom uh, romantic uh, zombie comedy but uh, there's not much romance going on in the uh, the apocalyptic world of, of Farringdon which is where it's set and it follows the story of me and my wife as we traipse around uh, surviving stroke cohabiting with the undead uh, it's it's really good fun and it's dead bingeable uh, like very short bingeable episodes so I really recommend uh, checking them out uh, Aaron uh, can we please have today's subject and how it will be scored please Okay, so today's subject is lunacy, and it will be scored on the it's a mad, 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 mad world factor. How many times you can unnecessarily fit that word into the 1963 film? (laughs) And who's going first? Uh, Let's have Joe. Now, you know we here at Weird Thing About That love a story about mad bastards doing dumb stuff. It's literally 90% of the content. But what if I could introduce you to someone so clown shit mental that their life seems like some sort of freakish fever dream that you can never wake up from? If that's something you'd like, then please step into my way, way back machine as we travel to the town of Lyon in 1772's France. Here, we will meet the baby known as Terare. Who I hear you cry from the cheap seats? Straps your buns in, because this is wild. As a child, Terare had a massive, massive appetite, and by his teenage years, he was eating a quarter of a cow a day, approximately his own body weight. This wasn't for entertainment or anything, he was just always hungry, like the wolf. As times went on, his parents could no longer afford to feed him, as who can afford nearly two cows a week in this economy? So Terare fell in with a roving gang of thieves and prostitutes who would steal and beg for food, until he was found and employed by a travelling huckster who would use him as a sort of opening act where our lad would eat corks, stones, live animals and would round his set out by eating an entire basketful of apples one after the other. I'm assuming a whole. It's pretty wild, right? The olden days were mental. Despite his constant eating, though, he remained slim and fairly normal-looking, being described by one onlooker as having unusually soft hair, which is a very weird thing to notice. His mouth, however, was said to be abnormally wide, approximately four inches between his jaws when fully extended, being able to hold 12 eggs in there. And it was noted that when he had not eaten, his skin would hang loose off his bones, like sheets thrown over one of those drying racks. The worst part though, was the smell, because for some reason, Terare honked like a mad goose. He was so bad that it was claimed you couldn't stand within 20 yards of him, and even more so after he had eaten. 
Some people claimed they could see actual stink lines wafting off him like pig pen from peanuts. So far, so good? Let's keep going. On the outbreak of the First War of the Coalition, Tarare joined the French Revolution Army, but failed to realise he would be living off rations, and quickly was admitted to hospital with extreme exhaustion, where he was given four times the daily rations, but this was still not enough, and he was found eating from dustbins, other people's plates, and whole bottles of medicine. The doctors, being up for a laugh, decided to test out how much he could eat, and watched on in horror as he ploughed through two family-sized meat pies, plates of grease and salt, and four gallons of milk, and then immediately fell asleep. On another occasion, Terare was presented with a live cat. Yeah. He tore into the cat's abdomen with his bare teeth and drank its blood and proceeded to eat the entire cat before vomiting up its fur and skin. But the military being the military thought, we can use this man, and persuaded him to be a courier of secret intelligence by eating and pooping out the messages. When he agreed, he was given a reward of a wheelbarrow full of raw bull's lungs and liver. However, this amazing cloak and dagger antics were not to be, as on his first mission into Germany to deliver one of his special brown messages, he was immediately captured when it was revealed he couldn't speak German. Way to go, military! After being held until the message was delivered, he was beaten and returned to the French lines. Desperate to avoid this again, Terraria attempted to seek a cure, but nothing seemed to work, and he remained in hospital for many years. Efforts to keep him on any kind of controlled diet failed. He would sneak out of the hospital to scaffold for offal outside butcher's shops and fight and eat stray dogs. He was also caught several times within the hospital's wards drinking from patients undergoing bloodletting and attempting to eat the bodies in the hospital's morgue. When a 14-year-old child went missing, he was immediately suspected and chased from the building while making Dr. Zoidberg noises, I can only imagine. His death, however, four years later, was due to excessive bouts of diarrhea. His body rotted incredibly quickly, and the weird thing was that his, the autopsy found that his gullet was only exceptionally wide, but led directly into his stomach. Unfortunately, we will never know any more about the strange abomination, as the autopsy was abandoned to the whiff, as the inside of his body was full of pus and was well rank fam. Holy sh- I think Joe's <laughs> won already. I don't want to go after that. Christ. Oh my God. <laughs> Where do you even start with that? And how Fucking... have I never heard of this man? Is he? Too, I don't, too I don't know to if check I... his body. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, I don't even know if I want him on the wall with heroes. It'd stink up the joint. No, he was eating live cats and dogs, mate. That's yeah. not cool. And then spitting out the fur like a fucking cartoon when he spit out the bones. <laughs> I was going to say, when he's eating two cows a week, like, is this desperate Dan? He's <laughs> <laughs> fucking massive pies. That oh. was just like a nine-year-old kid, mate. He was eating a quarter of a cow a day. Like nibbler. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why? Um, why eat the messages? He just could have put them under the folds of his skin. No, because he wasn't fat. That's the thing. I mean, was he from, from the stories, he was a normal height and weight, and only his his skin would hang loose if he didn't eat. It's thought he had some sort of extreme hypothyroidism. Yeah, yeah. There'd be some medical term for it today. Obviously, he wasn't uh, fully healthy, was he? But the fact that his neck connected directly into his tummy. 
Yeah, but doesn't I mean, does it not always? Like, no, but like <laughs> directly, like there was no middle bit. No esophagus. Yeah, that's the word. Thank you. <laughs> you could literally like pull food out of his tummy, like shoes out of a PE bag. I don't know. <laughs> Great analogy. Stuck I couldn't think there. of anything else. <laughs> I just, like, when you said, oh, he, he ate all these messages and was delivering them, I just thought... He ate one message. In. He ate one message in a oh, wooden box. In and my, he in went in head, Germany he's... and he went half a far up and he went, I don't what? understand, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, terribly sorry, I'm French. No, yeah. like, I just imagine him walking down the street like, oh, number one, uh, there we go, and then number three, almost I there. Mean, apparently the worst part of it was that it wasn't even a secret message. It was literally to say, has this worked? To the guy he was supposed to hand yeah. the message to. Oh, oh, can you imagine <laughs> getting that message though? Like, Oh, they beat the fuck out of him. No, no, but like if he pooped it out and then handed it to somebody, it's just ah, like... Uh, it's, a, it's a special delivery. It's a, he took a, took a translator with him, but yeah, he, he, he ate him on the way as a snack. He licked, so. he licked the brown stamp, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, don't, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> But then also it's like, oh, there's some human blood. I'll I'll schnaff that down. Why not? I I can imagine being that hungry. I mean, there is a medical condition as well where you think there's not enough blood in your body. Um, (laughs) Oh, no, there was a... Well, ah, what was he called? This is, again, this gets into Joe's murder corner. Um, There was What was Charles? There was a... No, yeah, he was very, very papery. No, I can't remember the guy's name, but he thought because he couldn't... This is not for here. Couldn't get a bonk on. He didn't have enough blood in his body. And so was going down the pet shop every day going, another cat, please. They keep running away. And then eventually the police went round and his, his house was just full of blenders of animals and he was just drinking uh, basically like oh. like yeah kitten smoothies um after the first couple didn't work you think call it a day there like, it's not it's not working is it i was like I, can you drink blood surely that's not good for you no it... i did i try it once and if i, I got they say to try it once you never stop <laughs> like pringles <laughs> <laughs> oh a never going quest for a boner that's that what well i don't know about um tarare no one ever got that i mean if you stank that bad no one's getting near him is it this was this was this was before lynx africa was invented (laughs) (laughs) i love that and he was just sat there like oh yeah i'll eat a stone fuck it um but like a whole basket of apples yeah get them down me what a guy yeah but then like apparently then the the, the guy he traveled with would be like you too can have the appetite of let me drink my wonder tonics or it was that sort of bullshit yeah okay it was. Why he was like. Want the, to have that happen? I don't know. I said the olden days were mental. Well, I, I could see it. Seventeen hundred. Seventeen seventy-two ish. Yeah. He died at twenty-six anyway. And what a life he had. I mean, <clears throat> again, if live fast, did it? <laughs> Live fast, fast. Eat a cat. <laughs> shit, shit yourself to death. It's like, oh guys, have you have you found my snack cat? I left it around. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cat cat, like a, a lot of, juice box. Load of hamsters on a bandolier across the top. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he claimed the reason he got poorly was because he swallowed a gold fork as a bat, and it had got lodged inside him. Um, but when oh. they did the autopsy, they found no gold fork in there. So he could have just been full of shit, and he was full yeah. of shit. That's not the worst thing he ate. <laughs> <laughs> I think during the hospital, they performed surgery on him, and he threatened to eat the doctor's uh, watch. Um, because he was just a mad, just a mad bastard. I love him. If it wasn't for the animal eating, yeah, I'd be on board with him as a cool dude. Like, he had a skill, he utilised it, but was also evil with it. <laughs> Only out of desperation. <laughs> with great power. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, if he was in the X Men. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we need somebody to eat all this food. <laughs> yeah, Jilly, evil Jillian <laughs> McKees. As <laughs> a reference, yeah. <laughs> There's a boy trapped under two cows. What can we do? Help! He's fallen into a giant trifle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, He'd have to be called it. Swallow, and that's not a good oh. name, isn't it? <laughs> no. actually, bag. actually, that's Alan Partridge's um, Lovejoy ripoff, isn't it? Swallow. He's yeah. good at karate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's going next? Oh, Chucky. All right. There's something to be said about lunacy and crazy behavior in general, and that's fortunate because I'm going to be the guy to say in it. Lunacy has its origins in phases of the moon. And of course, lunatic is a way to describe someone who has succumbed to such crazy urges brought on by a full moon, as the Latin has often been referred to as meaning those who have been moonstruck. You know, lunar cycles and all that. Though, the idea of a full moon affecting someone's behaviour sounds oddly reminiscent of someone making a quick jump to a conclusion based on limited evidence. Surprisingly, there are recorded upticks in odd behaviour on nights with a full moon. So much that in the 18th century, someone guilty of murder would be granted a more lenient sentence if they plead lunacy. And you know, you know, there was a full moon at the time. Anyway, nowadays, people accept the term lunatic to mean someone who's a couple of sandwiches short of a picnic. A little mad. And who's madder than a mad hatter? In 1865, when the US President Abraham Lincoln was killed by John Wilkes Booth, a military unit was dispatched to track Booth down and kill him. One of the men in this unit was Thomas Corbett, aka Boston Corbett. Corbett was a God-fearing Christian who went to great lengths to avoid sinful temptation. In fact, he used a pair of scissors to chop his knackers off so that he wouldn't be tempted by prostitutes. Now, I'd say that taking something very sharp to your nudges is kind of off the beaten path of typical behaviour you might categorise as normal, and even more so to actually use said sharp thing to detach the old fellows too. Manscaped, we're totally ready for that advertisement deal. Anyway, Corbett was actually the guy who shot John Wilkes Booth. And oddly enough, he popped him right in the same spot as Booth had done Lincoln, leading Corbett to remark, what a fearful god we serve. Corbett gained fame as Lincoln's Avenger, take that Captain America, and for a short while he was hounded for autographs. It wasn't long, however, until Corbett would start getting paranoid that men were after him and ended up fleeing to Kansas where he'd one day turn up to work brandishing a gun. Corbett was declared insane. The bizarre thing is that Corbett was a hatter by trade, and it turns out that curing beaver pelts behave, that were used to make the hats involved the use of mercury. It's believed that the mercury may have contributed to his descent into madness. So, I guess the next time you feel the urge to willfully detach your orbs of procreation, Consider your exposure to mercury and other mind afflicting metals. So I made two notes there: uh, scissors to the bollocks and uh, Avenger of Abe, which <laughs> in itself is uh, it, quite a lot together, to unpack. Would you? you wouldn't know, no, no. I mean, we've all shaved down there, but uh, you, you pay extra attention to make sure that that sort of shit doesn't happen, don't you? But he like literally did it to avoid being. That's the thing. I don't understand. It's not even like, oh, I'm, I'm spending all these times like, with this prostitute. I'm like, spending you know. too much money on whores. I'll cut my bollocks off. Not, <laughs> not, not, not to avoid temptation. I'll do that. Because, some people hey, are reactive. Have a shower. Like, get a wife. Rub one out. <laughs> yeah. 
have a wank and don't cut your oh, don't cut your bollocks off. Imagine those. I got the scissors there. Wait, before I make this kind of decision, I need post nut clarity here. Yeah. And then after it was like, whoa, that was close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I'm, see, I'm imagining as well the them little round scissors you give kids to cut paper in private oh. school. Oh. He's, just, he's like this, just hacking out. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of his story, I didn't hear. I was just in fear of <laughs> just tinnitus of sounds. Of, of the sure. yeah of, of of little sucker thumb coming to cut my fucking oh. <laughs> story for das kinder <laughs> the, the um oh, uh, using the moon as an excuse for behavior it's just a modern day it's, a, it's just the same as people using astrology as an excuse yeah, for acting like an asshole as well i mean that's what a capricorn would say yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what? Well, yeah, I, I was, it was nuts when I was doing research. I was trying to figure out if there was anything sort of more interesting than that. But it turns out that um, on full moons, people struggle to sleep more. Um, to a point it's brighter. No, no, no. So, well, that's what I thought. Close your like, curtains. Well, yeah, like obviously. Yeah. No, but um, like even if you've just like sort of witnessed a full moon in the sky, then uh, by the time you go to sleep, your brain's kind of hardwired already to uh, be in this mode where they they measured a thirty percent decrease in uh, brain activity related deep sleep. On a night of a full moon. Really? Interesting. Which, yeah, which is nutty. Is it a similar thing to like why you're not supposed to use your phone? In use your phone, that, yeah, because it's yeah, too bright. Think so. Your brain was... thinks it's daytime, so it's like, oh, you're not going to sleep. Because that's blue light, isn't it? And you get blue moon. No, just genuinely, I'm assuming like, there could be some sort of correlation between the two. But uh, I love that, mm. though. It's just that thing of, uh, yeah, I did murder him, but come on. That's worth like 20% of, isn't it? Well, I assume this is where the uh, whole tale of werewolves has, has branched from people acting mad under the full moon has probably sparked some sort of folklore and that's turned into werewolves and what where they've come from possibly yes uh i think there was a german fellow claimed back in the day um because he had a magic belt that's what it was it's not important i'm going to cut that because that doesn't go anywhere i can't remember the guy i can't remember, <laughs> I can't remember enough about the story to make it worthwhile <laughs> he had a magic belt or he belt. claimed it belt he claimed he had a magic belt that he, when he wore it he would turn into a wolf um and they that's, hung through and quartered him and that's such a provable thing you could have just put it on and <laughs> no, even proven it on into a wolf. this entire thing i mean it would if you put it on and then just like went ooh. Like, <laughs> Hans. Does anyone know what happened to the belt? Uh, oh. Did he get, did he get uh, hung, drawn, quartered with him? Is, nice. there four, is there four belts hanging around like mystical in the corners of the world? <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. reconnect the belts, you can find yeah. them all. You oh, will mate. then rejoin the werewolf. I mean, I know Nicolas Cage isn't doing anything at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> There's four gonna, films there, isn't there? Yeah. We're going to steal the belt of Wolfgang von Wehr. It's just like four his suit men, like Hugh Jackman's got one of them, right? <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jack, and he's got Jack Black's got one for some reason. Yeah, just like hairy men who've got them. <laughs> Robin Williams had to pass his on to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that too? Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, it's uh, been it's a while. Fine. It's, it's fine. fine. <sighs> I like the fact that it's, there was some poetic justice as well that they shot him in the head, like the same thing that he did. Yeah, yeah. Because apparently he's hiding <clears> in a barn. They set the barn on fire, and then between like the cracks of the wood, um, our boy Boss Corbett saw him and like took a he shot him Boston. In the same spot. There is a thing as well with mercury and heavy metals, isn't there? That's why like Romans were a bit weird because yeah. all, like, all the lead in their water. Yeah, and the higher society used to drink mercury as like a posh drink, didn't they? Because it looked cool. So it metal, metal as fuck. Yeah, but yeah, spread it on their sarnies, you know, <laughs> yeah. as you would. 
wasn't it also a cure for syphilis? Really? Back in back in they, the day, they yeah. probably tried everything because I you mean, died. Yeah. Of, yeah. because well, you died a, of that instead. There was no. Well, there was a Chinese emperor who believed it was a life giving um, liquid, and apparently there's this massive underground lake of it in China of liquid mercury, which is metal as fuck, isn't it? Like if you're not shooting music videos on top of that, then you're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, it's. I mean, he died at like 23 of mercury poisoning. <laughs> but, you know, have the courage of your convictions, what I say. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> so. Sorry, Chris. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris, go ahead, mate. Trousers, the silent killer. In the 1930s, New Zealand farmers faced a weird problem in that their pants kept exploding. No, that's not a euphemism for having an emergency bad stomach from a night on the spicy food and strong ale, but literally setting on fire and exploding. So not only did poor New Zealand farmers have to ride out the Great Depression in the middle of the wilderness with only some sheep for company, but now they had to contend with sporadic trouser detonation. Reports of pantaloon pyrotechnics came in from farmers all around the country. One farmer's pants set on fire as he rode his horse. Another looked out on his washing line only to see a tightrope of terror with all the clothes on it ablaze. On August 12th, 1931, one newspaper reported that a man's pair of trousers exploded with a loud report. Fortunately, the owner was not in them at the time. Although dazed by the force of the explosion, he was able to seize the garment, which was hanging by the fire, and hurl it out onto the grass outside. There, the trousers smouldered with a series of minor detonations. Some deaths were even reported from trousers that set houses on fire, killing the occupants. But what caused our friends, the britches, to turn on us with lethal results? No, it wasn't due to the farmers telling too many lies, but rather because they were trying to combat a problem in the country at the time, a weed called ragwort. Ragwort had been brought over from Europe during the 1800s and was now spreading like wildfire across the land which was a problem because any livestock who ingested this weed was struck with a myriad of health problems. So something had to be done about it. That's when the Department of Agriculture issued advice to farmers to kill the weed with a chemical called sodium chlorate, which, although effective at killing the weed, came with some inferno starting side effects. The problem is that the advice to wear protective clothing didn't spread as fast as the advice that this chemical will cure your weed problem. And when mixed with organic matter, this chemical will cause a reaction that will make your bloomers go boom boom. Pants at the time would have been made out of organic material such as wool and cotton. And then after spreading the chemical and walking through the soaked weeds, the farmers were ripe for explosion. Once the chemical was dried, any source of friction such as riding a horse or a source of heat such as a drying fire will cause a corduroy catastrophe of epic proportions. So next time you're out spraying your land with your favorite pair of chaps, Cast your mind back to this bonkers tale and maybe reconsider. I really liked the opening bit where it felt like a Pathé newsreel. <laughs> Trousers, they're silent. Trousers, <laughs> <laughs> Trousers Although, take mine off. <laughs> not so silent, really, is it, explosions? But I, I, <laughs> oh, anyway. the fear. How would you go about your daily life knowing at any time your trousers could just catch <laughs> fire? <fucking> explode. <laughs> Oh, imagine yeah. you can just imagine yeah yeah send out this chemical it does the business then as the guy leaves out of earshot oh i did oh, tell him that it way, is highly yeah. explosive <laughs> yeah <laughs> not oh. again <laughs> it'll be fine it'll be fine <laughs> I, yeah like uh, people died from riding the horses as well because 
obviously the, the friction of riding a horse just caused them to, and then they, they couldn't get them off because they're like stuck on a horse in a saddle. You can't get your pants off, and wow. then you just. Can you imagine being a detective in that town? Yeah, boss. There's another one. This this time he's on a horse. No fucking idea. A horse just rides into town with a charred visage on the top of it. Like, oh, again. <laughs> Why does this keep happening? Oh. Anyway, uh, I've got to go home and tend to my weeds. Yeah. <laughs> they got him too! The explosive <laughs> trousers killer, Sarge. He's got another one. This man's a maniac. <laughs> Two days from retirement. <laughs> Whoever he is, he doesn't <laughs> like weeds. Oh. Oh, that lord, that's that's nutty. So the the people who made the chemical knew of its effect. But... Yeah, but apparently didn't spread the safety instructions as effectively as they spread that. You know, this is really good weed killer. So this this you know. ex- this justifies those massive fucking labels you get on absolutely all electronics. Yeah. Or oh, don't don't lick the plug. That's, that's yeah. where the electric yeah. comes out. You know, this is why packets of peanuts have contains peanuts written on it. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's a difference between you know going in your cupboard and eating a fucking Tide Pod. Because you know that's going to be bad for you. But this guy's just out having a horse ride and suddenly... (laughs) (laughs) I'm so tired from all this weed killing. I just want to enjoy my horse now. (laughs) I'm just going for a drive, isn't it? Back in the day. It smells like barbecue. Oh, I'm hungry. Ah, it's my legs! I think they started issuing advice as well to start wearing loose trousers. Just so you could get them off quicker in case. But oh. I mean, how's about you don't sell me something that could possibly make my trousers explode at any given opportunity? I'll take the fucking weeds, me. Fuck it. Fine. I'll just get a scythe. <laughs> or one of those flamethrowers you can buy now to just burn <laughs> weeds. Because cutting them down is with a fucking scissors is too much hard work. Not not the ball scissors. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about. Don't keep those in the shed. Imagine naked horseback riding become a thing. Pretty much soon after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a really good justification for it. Like, Dave, we can finally do it. There's a reason now. It's how Brokeback Mountain started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm catching on fire. Quick, jump on top of me. <laughs> oh, quick, my burning quick. my burning loins. Oh, quick, pie, pie out repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> quicker, quicker, slower. <laughs> oh. That's the no, not doing that, not doing that nope. joke. <laughs> Stopped myself there. <laughs> also, it was the fact that he said it was only organic materials. There's just one guy in time walking around with PVC trousers on, going, "Ha! <laughs> you laughed at me, but now who's laughing?" So and he just walks now, off squeakily. squeaking, squeaking. <laughs> <laughs> Very thin like. but muscular legs. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, if we can please have today's scores. Right. Uh, where do I start? Start with the lowest to the highest? or However you want to do yep. it. Yep. You're the judge. Okay. Let's start with Chucky. I'm going to give him two Mad Mads for that one. Not bad score. Uh, Chris, I'll give three Mad Mad Mads, but it's got to go to Joe and his vampiric would-be warhead from France. Yeah. Yes. With uh, the full four Mad 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 Worlds. Yeah, as soon as you were reading that, I was like, there's, there's nothing that can top this. <laughs> Brought my A game, son. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Weird Thing Pod. Come and say hello. Uh, Aaron, where can we find you? Uh, we are on Twitter at Z1Pod. That's uh, pretty much all I do on socials. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Make sure to check them out. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next episode. Weird thing about that.
Yeah, 50% demons, 50% weird game shows. 